This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, joining me this morning uh, to talk about uh, an insurance scheme that's uh, been specially put in place to assist not-for-profits locally is uh, Dunedin Council of Social Services, uh, Alan Shanks. Thanks for joining us this morning, Alan. Good to have you with us. Good morning, Jeff, and thank you for the time. Now, Alan... Uh, there's been a development recently in relation to an insurance scheme that uh, actually has been around for a little while now, but you're going to roll it out nationally. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but let's let's take it right back to the building blocks. Um, in your role here with Dunedin Council of Social Services, I guess you're considering um, the kind of financial implications that there are for community organisations and not-for-profits around all sorts of things. Insurance would be one of those. How uh, did you, um, or why did you first start to take a look at this issue? Yeah, well, it's an interesting little story, really. I think um, what we were looking for in our own um, organisation was to try and sort of trim back some of our overheads. And one of them that seemed to be standing out for us at the time, going back probably five years ago, was our insurance premium. So the um, exercise started with an inquiry with our current uh, Rothbury brokers at the time, and I happened to say to, uh, and then the article that came out of the Star community was uh, Rod White. I said, look, Rod, there must be some way that we can sort of uh, get a better deal, uh, give the premiums a little bit more sort of competitive and yet uh, not lose the benefits of an, a policy. So he said, well, leave it with me and uh, we'll come back with something. So that's really where that started. And it was amazing that after they had looked at their whole sort of proposal that they put to us, they could see there was some potential of really being able to streamline the premiums to match the policy um, that had been previously put in place, you know, uh, over the last probably 10 or 15 years. So from that, I said, well, look, if this works for us, um, we're an organisation that supports other non-profits in the sector. How about we consider looking at, um, you know, maybe putting a package out there into the community? And from then, it's just taken off from there. And I think that, we did find out not long after we had sort of approached Rothbury's that there was a number of organisations that their premiums were quite extremely high and it's a fairly competitive environment insurance like some of these other sort of banks and that sort of thing. So we could see that some of them were paying quite exorbitant fees um, and premiums and I said to Rob, well, let's do an exercise and that's how we found that some of the organisations were paying quite exorbitant f- premiums and through the particular um, process that uh, Rod had sort of developed, they were saving in some cases up to five or $600 a year. Wow. Mm. Was it primarily around the financial implications or was it also you know, appropriate cover for yeah. not-for-profits? Well, again, I think that's a good point because a lot of policies, and you and I would probably know when we're dealing with insurance in our own sort of life, uh, some of the fine print gets quite sort of confusing. Uh, it's something that you really just don't even bother reading sometimes. So the other thing that was really quite interesting was that we wanted to make sure that the policy had a real structure of cover because you know you've got public liability insurance professional liability insurance particularly around governance and and they need to be aware of that in, in non-profit organizations and i think what was happening was they were paying big premiums it didn't match the cover that was really beneficial for that particular organisation. So what we've been able to package here also is every organisation's need is different. So it's not just putting a blanket policy out and saying, well, you know, you come under that. We look at every circumstance of every organisation and it may be that they need that cover or they don't need that. So you're right, even though the premiums may be a lot less, we don't talk about cheaper, we're talking about less 
the actual policy document provides a very substantial um, cover, and it's not just watering down that aspect of it. So has it been the case that a lot of not-for-profits are really getting the kind of cover that sort of larger commercial organisations would get? Yeah, and, and I think some of them just weren't properly matched. And, you know, they were paying premiums for a, a cover that really was no value to them at all. Or on the flip side, some of the cover that they did have was not sufficient to cover some of the new changes, particularly around health and safety and all that sort of thing, or, or professional liability. So the, the, the premium matches the actual cover, and I think that's an important aspect, that they're getting value for what they're paying for, and in the past I think it's sort of been quite sort of eerie-fairy stuff. Any idea of what the uptake has been like locally? Um, well, we, as I say, we started here locally with our membership, and we're probably now up to about 120 organisations that are currently on the on this particular scheme. And according to Rod uh, last week, there's probably up to about 30 or 40 are already started on the list uh, nationwide. So that's that one particular is taking off really well. So this is Rod White of Rothby Insurance Correct. you're yes. talking about. Yes. Uh, so the idea uh, is that this is going to be rolled out nationally. Uh, is are you making connections with other similar organisations around the country to try and promote this, Alan? Well, what we've done is we've used our umbrella organisation, that's Community Networks Aotearoa, which is based in Wellington, and what they've done is they've accepted the uh, package and they've also promoted it through their networks. So the network is starting to get really wide because... On their particular database, they will have organisations like Dunedin Council Social Services, which we have a large membership. So they are using some of their uh, members, and from there, those members will actually spread it out to their members. So we're now getting a you know, really extensive sort of wide coverage. If someone wants to find out a little bit more about what's on offer and perhaps, I guess, take that important step of, of initially making an analysis of what mm. is appropriate for their organisation, what do you recommend? Right, well, the first step is really to give me a call here at 4716177 at Dunedin Council Social Services. I take the details, uh, a contact phone number and name on the organisation. I then refer that to Rod. He contacts them, and then what happens is no pressure here. He just basically finds out a little bit of the detail of the type of cover that they've got, what they need, what the premium is, and then he'll put a proposal to the organisation to say, this is what we can offer, and as I say, no pressure, and obviously from there it's either acceptance by the organisation or not. Well, given that there's been such a wide uptake locally and potentially across the country, um, every reason for a, an organisation who perhaps hasn't considered this before to take mm-hmm. a little bit of time out and, uh, and, and do the due diligence on it. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and, and just go down through the exercise. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, if what we offer or what um, this particular package offers, if it doesn't fit or this... Well, you know, there's no there's no hard sell. They don't have to accept it. But I think I would encourage organisations to at least um, give the opportunity just to see that are they got the right? Have they got the right cover? Is the premium competitive? And I think that's the important thing they need to be aware of. Alan Shanks from Dunedin Council of Social Services. Your contacts again, Alan? 4716177, or they can email me on Alan at dcosd. That's c o s s d dot org dot nz. Great. Hey, thanks for coming in, Alan. Thanks, really interesting. Cheers. Thanks for the opportunity. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.